Welcome to the Betterish Podcast. I'm Angie. And I'm Malin. We can't guarantee this podcast will improve your life, but we hope it will at least make you laugh and think about being better-ish. Good morning, Angie. How are you? Malin, really good. I'm really excited about this episode. Really excited. Good. I know you sound like you said that with a sense of urgency. Like, I'm good. Let's get to it. Like, the, I think let's this, jump, jump right this, in, Angie. This podcast is what America needs. This is oh, what, this is our patriotic. Make America Better-ish. I think everyone in <laughs> the United States in a state of divisiveness right now needs to listen to this podcast episode. Please share this with your friends because this is important. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> get right to it. Listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> But really, we have good stuff to say today. Yeah, today we're talking all about uh, when we disagree with friends, because that happens sometimes, and it can be awkward. Uh, yeah. Angie, do you want to jump right in? What? <laughs> well, yeah, I think it happens a lot lately. We live in a really divisive time, and you know why I think that is, Malin? Do you want to know why? Do you want to know I'm, why I think Chris I'm going to say something offensive. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Ah! I think it's because of social media. I think Taylor Swift nailed uh-huh. it. Like, say it, yeah. say it on the street. That's a knockout. You say it in a say tweet. Say it in a that's tweet. A that's out. a cop out. Because we're not having like. And civil I'm just like, tactical. damn. Yeah. Sorry. It's seven a.m. <laughs> it's actually ten a.m. But but that isn't that true? Like, instead of <clears throat> like tactful civil conversations, those have been replaced with social media. Someone shares an article and they defend their stuff, and then someone comments and they're defending their point, and all it is is defending and defending and defending, and then that's yeah. And then, and then you just leave, and then one of you has a kid <laughs> with a problem, and you walk away, and then the other people has the feelings, right? I mean, that's <laughs> that's how it goes. Yeah, that is that is that reminds me of a few episodes ago when you talked about your blacklist. Like you have a Facebook blacklist of like people you oh. won't engage with because some people you just can't you just can't even. I don't think I said that publicly on a podcast episode. Oh, I think that was private to you, but that's okay. I we don't need to talk. <laughs> well, yeah, there are some people I realize we can cut that out. We can cut that out. There are a lot of no, it's okay. There are some people I just won't engage. I think I did talk about that. There are just some people I won't engage with because there's no point. They all they want to do is defend their point and not acknowledge what anyone else comes from. But that's the whole yeah. point that we've come to realize. And this is coming from someone. I am like a very opinionated person i like and i always say i should have been a lawyer because i'm i like that discussion angie you should be a lawyer really yeah why don't you go to law school i've thought about it because but lawyer uh, because i just it's not that flexible i just like my flexibility with my schedule you're good you you do whatever's in your heart but if you ever decided to pursue the law i would support you 110 percent, and i would hire you as my lawyer if the need ever arise yes exactly Okay. I hope you never need a lawyer, but thank you. Maybe I'll be available someday. But yeah, that's the um, <clears throat> what we were talking about. Oh, I'm opinionated, and I like to share what th- articles and things pertaining to how I feel. But I know I'm trying to get better about that. So anyway, why did we decide on this? It was the Super Bowl, the halftime <laughs> show. Tell, read us your quote. Tell them about it. So here's some backstory on why. We decided to choose this episode because Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, (laughs) (laughs) they shook what their mamas gave them during the Super Bowl. And I posted my opinions about, everyone did, right? A lot of people did on Mm -hmm. the day after the Super Bowl. The internet was swarming with opinions about Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. And then, and I was, I was not immune from that. And so then I have a friend, Becca. She's like my soul sister. She post. She's also very opinionated and was sharing her feelings on it. But then she posted this, and it stopped me in my tracks. 
This is the theme of the whole podcast episode. Becca shared this on her stories and I screenshotted it and I shared it with another person. Another person was like, I'm sick of Facebook. I'm sick of people shutting me down for my opinions. This is exhausting. And I was like, you need to read this. Everyone, America, you need to hear what Becca said. She said, as I get older, I want to let go of sharing my opinion. I don't do it well all the time. I was quick to spout my opinion this morning. It's not that I'm right and you're wrong. It's not that you're right and I'm wrong. It's that we shouldn't let small things divide us or even big things like politics and religion. I don't Mm -hmm. want the differences taking up space in my head or causing space in my relationships. That was really good. Then she said, I can find, I can find endless articles and comments supporting my opinion. You can do the same, but we're just making more space between us over nothing. That part where she said, I don't want the differences taking up space in my head or causing space in my relationships. I feel like the differences of opinions that I know about other people because of social media take up Mm -hmm. space in my head. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they take up space in my relationships. And I was like, wow, I don't want that either. She's right. Yeah. I, this like brings up a lot of, I, I wasn't expecting this, Angie. It like makes me emotional. I wasn't expecting this. Oh my goodness. Um, just when you were reading that, I, I think I used to be more okay with sharing my opinions, like not in an aggressive way, but just, I don't know, but so I haven't talked about a lot, but we left Mormonism. We left our religion, and that caused a lot of rifts in a lot of relationships in my life. And I think I had to come to a place where it was like, it's not worth it to always state my opinion or why I think people are wrong or why I'm right. Because like you said in that quote, um, you can go back and forth and find supporting things for both sides all the time. But I just think I... I love my friends and family and I respect them and arguing with them over these things that we're never going to see eye to eye on is never going to be helpful to anybody. And so to bite your tongue and just to like agree to be okay with each other and to love each other with differences, it it was like a very like big growing up moment for me, I guess. Like I can, I can sit there all day long and hear people talk about why they love their church and why this and that and that and and not have to insert anything. I think it took a lot of time to get to that spot where I'm just like, that's great for you. Like, just just listen and you don't have to agree. You don't have to disagree. You can just love and be supportive and say, okay. I think that's key. And we've talked about this a lot in our last episode. Let people have their thing. What makes you happy and gives Mm -hmm. you peace might not make your ha- neighbor happy and give them peace or your mom or your friend from high school. So, and that's the thing about even religion and politics. They're mm-hmm. subjective. You cannot mm-hmm. prove any religion. And in fact, most people are the religion that they were born into and grew up to be told was right. If you were born in Pakistan, you would probably be Muslim and believe that that was the truth. And mm-hmm. because we grew up where we believe we were born into Mormonism and we're taught that that is the absolute truth. But at the end of the day, neither are absolute truths religion Mm -hmm. is about faith and belief like santa claus and you can choose (laughs) to believe it or not but you can't force anyone else to believe it or get offended if somebody doesn't also believe it but Mm -hmm. and i think i've got to that place too i'm very happy for anyone who has something that brings them that peace who am i to burst anyone's bubble that i don't think their religion is I have really good conversations with a lot of people of other religions. We were lucky in dental school to meet a lot. We learned a lot about Islam because there were a lot of Muslim dental students and it was cool. Mm -hmm. And I I thought it was awesome. And that they were great. They're great, normal people. I mean, I think that's the thing is let people have their thing and don't identify them by it. 
There's yeah. good people and bad people in every religion. But the whole point, I think, is don't let it divide you or take up space But in that relationship. We need each other. And I just love what she said is if that is a divisive topic with someone, don't bring it up. If you know you don't agree with someone on religion, don't bring it up if you want a relationship with that people, that person, right? Don't <laughs> let it take up space. I have a friend who was like, I'm who when we left, um, I don't want to say about religion either. Let's we can move off from this in a second. But I just yeah. um, I had a friend. She was like, I'm just not quite sure like how to talk to you anymore. And I was like, literally, there are a million other things we can talk about besides religion. Like that does not have to be the basis of our friendship at all. And um, I think when we go into situations and just if someone tells you that they're happy and that or if you could just see that they're happy and doing their own thing go into that situation and that conversation with an open mind and just like don't go in being combative or thinking less of them because they're different from you because what you were saying like happiness can be found in a lot of different ways in a lot of different places and so if you allow yourself to just be open and accepting of people you're going to learn so much and build so many more um genuine and deep relationships I completely agree. And I think when you're really passionate about something, it can be easy to let that divisiveness become the elephant in the room and Mm -hmm. take up space. But, And I will use my politics as an example because (laughs) I was really passionate during the last election because I talked about my immigration situation. It was Mm -hmm. really, really scary for us. It directly hit home and rocked our world. And that made me really fiery. I mean, really defensive because I felt like everyone who voted that way was attacking my family Mm -hmm. and my husband of all people is the one who said no like the people who feel they're they have their own feelings i mean this is totally subjective you feel that way because of your immediate situation and you are completely entitled and right you should feel that way but they might have been laid off or dealing with with this issue and they think that the president is going to solve you know these economic issues that they have and are really close to home so who are we to judge them for that and i was like you are too good for me but also like (laughs) And the other day, he said it again, like somebody in our neighborhood was talking about their Donald Trump 2020 swag. And it's a neighbor who's been really, really helpful in us moving in, really nice, really friendly, actually one of our closest friends here. And we had never talked about politics because guess what? It's divisive. And why would you bring up something that divides you? But then he Mm -hmm. posted about it. And I was like, oh, did you see so-and-so post about that? And he was like, well, it's a good thing. I don't judge people by their political ideals. But that's the thing. Guys, that's the thing about Jennifer Lopez and Shakira today. Today is March 12th when we're recording this. Nobody's talking about that. And it doesn't matter. But if you let, if you got in a fierce fight about it when it happened and let it cause space in a relationship, that space still matters. Those feelings are likely still there towards that person. The same mm-hmm. about elections. Whatever election went on 20 years ago, if you let, you know what I mean? The space you let get in between you will linger much longer than the actual issue. So what we're advocating about when you disagree with friends, you know you disagree on things, especially that are subjective, like religion or politics or Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. Then talk about other things. Gardening, get to know their interests, things that make them happy. Talk about that. Ask questions about their lives. And at the end of the day, I strongly with my whole heart believe that every single person on the entire earth has way more in common then they have differences. You know what I mean? Like we all have our favorite food and favorite TV shows or favorite books and heroes and family members that we're dealing with. I mean, we have a lot in common that we deal with, like our day-to-day lives as humans. 
like all dogs i think it's true like about all animals all dogs basically have like the same <laughs> issues and all cats and all monkeys and like all humans too i really feel that so yeah. focus on that hmm. yeah i agree that was good angie i um I'm thinking too, like what to do. I'm trying to think of disagreements that I've had with friends that have been catastrophic or ones that have been healthy. And one specific instance comes to mind a few years ago. Um, there was, uh, I, I don't really want to talk about the issue here because it's really heated, but uh, I have three friends and we were in a group chat about this issue and all three of them were on one side of it. And I could, I see a hundred percent where they're coming from, but I had um, experiences that made me feel different. And so I, it was really scary. These are like my best friends who I've never really like fought with before. But I was like, this is so serious that I like, I have to say something. And so I was like, oh, hey, like, oh, I totally get that. But, and this is like through texting. Um, and I was just like, oh, but see, I, I think it's this way because of this. And this is my thoughts on it. Like, and all the friends responded and were like, oh, hey, you're right. Like, thanks for sharing it. Like, it went so well. And I think it's because yeah. these are people that, we love and respect each other and it's okay to have differing opinions. And at the end of the conversation, all of us were like, we've never had like a disagreement like that before, but it was so healthy to, to all like know that other part of each other and to see those different views. I don't know. And now it like gave me a little bit more confidence to like, I don't know, just state not like don't attack people, but just to be open to sharing my ideas. If, if it's a safe place, like don't be afraid, don't be afraid to disagree with your close friends. Like there's a appropriate way to do it. Don't like scream and yell at people and be crazy, but it's okay to share your opinion and it's okay to have different opinions from the people you love most. Yeah. I think empathy is just key. And I think a lot of people say, have empathy. I have empathy, but what does empathy look like? And I had to learn this because I, like I said, I'm an opinionated person who thinks about my defense while someone's still talking. And that's Mm -hmm. not empathy. That's butting heads that's defending and defending and defending and that's empathy is not defending your point so I have gone to therapy on better help and I the therapist who has been absolutely amazingly astounding gave me this formula and this has changed my my actual life basically he said you're not allowed to respond and defend your point until you've restated what the other other person says so if it's um, a political discussion or a religious discussion, somebody is trying to tell you why this is so important and why they feel that this is right and stuff. Before you get defensive and want to prove your point, you restate this way. So you're saying that you feel, or you can say, so you really feel that, and then insert everything they said. So you really feel that following this will bring you peace. So you really feel that this politician is going to improve our economy. And that's so important to you because of this. That's all you do. You are not allowed to defend yourself until you've done that first. Hmm. And that's how I do it. So you really feel that this. So you really want this. That's what you do first. That's empathy. That's saying, I understand. That's why you feel. I know how, I know how you feel. And then you can say, I totally get that. I've gone through this. I feel. And then you use the I feel statement. So that's the formula when you want to have a healthy discussion, which I hope most people will do. I hope you'll turn those social media arguments into... Do you want to meet up and talk about this? I'm not going to talk about this. Or maybe just don't even talk about it on social media and talk about it in real life. But use that formula. Listen to what someone has to say and then use the so. So you feel really yeah. strongly that blank. Okay. Like and then that. you start saying, I feel blank. You know what I mean? 
And then at the end, if you say, I don't think we're going to say, I think both of our experiences show that we feel really strongly in different ways about this, which is awesome. This is the point of America. We can <laughs> have different religions and not be persecuted. We get to vote on who we like for the personal reasons that affect us. And that's awesome. But we both have kids that we're trying to survive young motherhood with. And, you know, we can really help each other in a lot of ways. And we just don't have to talk about this. I hope that's okay yeah. with you. The end, right? Like, that's what you do. That's empathy. You have to show that you understand their point. Can we yeah. all just, can you raise your right hands and pledge? I am going to use empathy. <laughs> and that means that I'm going to acknowledge another person's point before I defend my own. And that I will not let our disagreements put space between us because America has never been more divided. Maybe it has. That's the rhetoric right now. We've never been more divided. And I'm going to do my part to stop it by not letting Jennifer Lopez or Donald Trump put space between my relationships. <laughs> One more thing I'm going to share about my friend Becca. Yeah. After she shared that, that I shared about how she's getting older, letting her opinions go and this face, she shared a picture of her kids and said that the issue, which was <laughs> this halftime show, it's not going to matter in 20 years. And even the politics of today are probably not going to matter in 20 years. Mm -hmm. But using her energy on that and letting it take up space on her head and not her kids will matter. And I was like, mm. that hits me really hard. Both are important, but spending so much energy and time posting about the halftime show and fighting with people about why it's okay or it's not okay and having your mind always consumed by it is going to matter. It's going to affect what matters most because yeah. you can't have those like divisive feelings. You can't have it both at once. Your mind is going to be preoccupied by it. So the exhaustion and the sense of overwhelming that you get from trying to defend your side of an argument is just not worth it because there are so many things that are worth your time and you can't give it to both at the same time. And I'm totally talking to myself right now because this is what I do. This is like, <laughs> I am, this is, like I said, we have these yeah. podcasts about like what we need to work on because we're trying to get better-ish. I have yeah. to remind myself all the time, this is not worth my energy. I don't want space in this relationship. I, what else can I be doing that's gonna matter in 20 years? It's going to yeah. go, I'm going to read it. My default is I'm going to go read a book to my kids. I can, they always want me to read a book to them. So if I'm preoccupied by something, something else taking, something is taking up space in my mind. I only be like, Hey, you guys want to read a book? Cause that will snap me out of it. And that That's matters way more than arguing about the halftime show at the Super Bowl. I love that. And when you were talking about, um, acknowledging like from therapy, what the therapist said about, you have to acknowledge what the other person said before you defend it. I think that's a great tactic for how to speak with our children when they're trying to explain something to us that we don't like. Sometimes my kids will like try to like tell me why they need the iPad right away or something like that. Like they'll go into like this, but I have, I was on this level and then, da, da, da. and then I think it's like, okay, I understand that you want the iPad for this because you're getting to the level, but it's time for dinner right now. I think that's like, I need to do better at that. Talking to my kids like that, like it, making sure that they feel heard and acknowledged instead of just being like, no, I said, come on dinner. You know, you're really like, smart. No, well, not all the time. No, like, you're well. <laughs> very intelligent because that's, I love, there's a parenting book called How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk. And there's a whole chapter about that. But you like instinctively have found, you're just smart. But they have a whole, <laughs> and, but that's not natural you're to a lot so of people, funny. Melinda. Like you're really smart because that's not natural. And it wasn't natural to me, but it talked about like before you react, label their feeling and then. And then give them yeah. healthy ways to cope with feelings. And I feel like adults need that because we're very, we, especially online, we can be very vicious and we need to model appropriate like behavior. But yeah. I always tell my kids like, don't let your anger turn mean. It's okay to be angry. It's not okay to be mean. Oh, so I like, like that. I'll take my four, a really good one I learned from that book is like have them scribble their anger. Like if he's angry, give him a piece of paper and let them go to town on it. They make some angry drawings. No, one time I did that and I was like, I don't know if we should do that again. <laughs> Oh, well, don't want to get violent. <laughs> My kids were crazy. 
Or just like we have a little punching bag or punch your pillow. But I think that's the same to be we take deep breaths and we count. And my kids think it's like they act like I'm an animal in a zoo because I, do, I realized I need to do that in order to like tell them you need to take a deep breath and calm down. Count to 10. You're not going to do it. But I literally got really like they were not listening. And I was like, I have told you four times it's time to get in the car. And then I said, you know what? I need to take a breath. And then I closed my eyes and I went one two and they like froze like deer in headlights like what the f is mom doing and then max like <laughs> smiled and he was like are you calm now like did it work like i was an experiment Aww. but they loved <gasps> seeing job, me do that Angie. and they, he does it now and he's four but i think this all circles back to like disagreements can make you angry they can make you lash out call, i'm i'm i have a temper and this again this podcast is for me that's why i'm doing all the talking i feel bad but i know you're great because i have so much work to do on this and i do get mean i can get really mean but i i think i'm aware now that anger i can feel myself getting triggered and i can calm down and i know that i shouldn't let my anger turn mean and i think mean is mm-hmm. also like grudges and space and bitter feelings towards someone but at the end of the day in 20 years that relationship's going to matter more than the issue. So nurture relationships, avoid the topics that divide. If they come up, use empathy when you discuss them. And if you can't agree, then say, you know, find the common ground and focus on that. Yeah. And also though, I just think if a friendship is just not working out and it's just never going to work out, it's okay to say goodbye. It's okay to, to spend your time and energy on the people that you feel most comfortable with, safe with, people that you love you don't have to be friends with everybody. And I think growing up, like that was always just like instilled in us. Like you have to be nice. You have to be friends, like be friendly, like invite, include everybody. But though, and I used to like, I mean, even like a few years ago, I would have preached that same thing. But now after having some like friendships that just like suck the life out of me, I'm like, no, like if, if you're not, uh, doing good things for my life. And if you're not someone that I'm excited to see and spend time with, I just, I don't have to. Yeah. Exactly. And that's important to teach kids too. You need to be nice to everyone. You can be nice to everyone, but that doesn't mean you have to play with them at recess. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you have to have a play date with, it doesn't mean you have to, yeah, exactly. It's exhausting to be around those people. Cause at the end of the day, like, like I said, when, when things were really raw for us, immigration wise, Mm -hmm. I couldn't be around people who were very pro the other way because it was so, it was a, it was an imminent threat to me. It It was something and it hurts. And so I couldn't, and that's okay. Like, and you don't need to be mean about it. And you can, I can still understand why they feel that way, but it's still too hard on my mental health and my energy to be around them. That's okay. You can be nice about it, but you can just say, listen, this is really stressful for me right now. We definitely disagree. And I just need some space while we, while we figure this out. And then that's it. Walk away. Because that's just, that's life, man. But this country, man, don't let these things divide us. United we stand, divided we fall. Isn't that like on the dollar or something? (laughs) I don't know my currency things. The kids the other day were asking. <laughs> the kids the other day were doing homework with like coins, with all the pictures on coins, and they're like, "Which one is this on?" And I'm like, "Wait, how come I don't know my coins?" I'm like, "I'm pretty sure the quarter, but now that you ask, maybe the dime." Like, <laughs> is there like a size reference here? Oh gosh, well, I was just... <laughs> they keep changing the pictures. I know yeah. it was it was really a stressful homework assignment. <laughs> Yeah, they gave us credit cards and then they changed the currency. So what are we supposed to do? Right. It's difficult. You're so funny. Well, Angie, that was very therapeutic. I really, thanks for letting me talk about my feelings. And I'm glad that we discussed this. And I hope that this conversation can help other people realize things that they might need to change or friendships that they might need to reevaluate. Yeah. And Becca's, I mean, this whole, this whole thing 
I, uh, my friend's name is Becca Bell, B-E-K-A-H. She posts great things. But I think her sharing about that really sparked, really created the desire to be better-ish in my mind. And I think it's important to share content like that. So if you do find podcast episodes like this helpful, if it, it if it makes you feel like you want to be better-ish, share it with people because it might spark change in them. And then, yeah, it's these ripple effects that really make change and can help us stay united. So we're grateful for people who share on Instagram or just talk about it with your friends. Word of mouth is the best way to share good content like this. Perfect. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll chat with you next week. Bye. Guys, thank you so much for being here. We truly consider you part of our Betterish gang. We would love to hear your thoughts about this week's episode. So email us at betterish.podcast at gmail.com or message and tag us on Instagram at betterish.podcast. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes and make it real good because we might just share it here on our next episode. And bonus points if you share the Betterish podcast with all of your friends.